guys, I am so ill at the minute, so you just have to ignore me. But um, today we're going to be talking about the Brits. I'm going to tell you what happened after the Brits. I'm going to tell you about London Fashion Week. And I'm going to tell you about a rare day I went on. If you can't tell, I'm quite ill. I'm disgustingly ill right now. Honestly, like, I know Spotify has this amazing feature that... Like it can be a video, like the podcast, and you can actually see me now. But just look away from your phone because I look like hell. I've been through it the past couple of days. I don't know what I mean. It's the flu. We all know I'm a little bit dramatic, and I like to make things into a mountain when they're really just a molehill. But it feels like I'm dying. It was like Fashion Week this weekend, London Fashion Week. So I had so much planned. You know, I had like lots of shows to go to which is really exciting and like there's always loads of after parties and stuff during fashion week there's like 10 parties a night so it's just like a very very busy time in London and it's really really fun free drinks at all the parties as well but it was like the it was the first day of fashion week I went to a show and then I went for drinks with friends like not a party like this is not like this, this wasn't the proper this was not a fashion week day like this was just the day before really and I had like four drinks nothing crazy I was like home by 12 I think so really really nothing crazy shouldn't have been hung over the next day but I woke up and I was like dying like I really thought like this is like one of the worst hangovers I've ever had and I literally had four drinks and it was all just like tequila like tequila lime sodas like not like I wasn't mixing loads of alcohols I maybe I, I did do a shot but like I wasn't I wasn't even drunk the night before but anyway I was so hungover and I was like this is really embarrassing that I'm this hungover like I just need to get on with it so I got up and got ready and I went to another fashion show and I was sat at that fashion show being like this is it this is yeah like it's such a cool thing to be invited to a fucking fashion show and all I was sat I was sat there like clutching my stomach like about to like I wasn't about to throw up I was just I just there was just something come over me Anyway, I got back from that fashion show. I fell asleep for like an hour. And then I had a job that night. And the job was, um, it was with Charlotte Tilbury. Um, I I was going to a fashion show with Charlotte Tilbury. So they sent a makeup artist over, like a Charlotte Tilbury makeup artist, which I, I cannot believe. But anyway, I'll carry on. Uh, a Charlotte Tilbury makeup artist to my house to do my makeup before the show. But that was like, honestly, like my dream brand to work with ever. I was always Charlotte Tilbury since I like ever started. I don't know if I've definitely said that before. I love Charlotte Tilbury so much. Like I use everything Charlotte Tilbury. I'm obsessed with Charlotte Tilbury. So my manager like texted me a couple of weeks ago. It was like, Charlotte Tilbury want to take you to a fashion show with them and do your makeup. And I was like, I'm going to fucking cry. Like it was just incredible. Like I know, like I probably have done like a, probably a lot crazier shit than that like I've I was I was on an advertisement which is the coolest thing ever but like I don't know there was just something about this like I just I think because I've always wanted to do it and like it's just never like I'm quite good at manifesting I've talked about this before like I could speak something into existence and I've been speaking about Sean Tillery for a long time and I was just I was, at one point I was like giving up it's never gonna happen and then we find I finally got to work with them and it was so exciting but anyway they do my makeup as like the makeup artist lovely girl Rhea was doing my makeup and I was just sat there like falling asleep in the chair and I was like this is fucking ridiculous she was like oh were you out last night were you at parties and I was like 
No, I had like four drinks. I was falling asleep. I was freezing, like shivering. And she was like, girl, it's so fucking warm in here. Like my heating's been turned on 24 seven because I don't know how to turn it off. And there's a fucking cost of living crisis and I need to figure out how to turn it off because it's definitely costing so much money. But my house is boiling is what I'm trying to say. Like the heating is on constantly. So like there was no need to be shivering. And she was like sweating. And she was like, I don't know why you're so cold. So then we opened the door and like let some air in you know just like let the air the the room air out and I start sweating like profusely sweating I was wearing a dressing gown because it's just easiest when you're getting your makeup done to wear a dressing gown I was like the dressing gown was like wet it was it was horrible and I was like at that point I was like I'm not hungover like this is an illness I have an illness right now I need to accept that I have the flu so at this point like I, I obviously I still had to go the, to the show because it was a job but um I went to the show and I was fighting for my fucking life the whole night and I went home and I didn't leave bed for like three days. This is the first time I've gotten out of bed. Another thing that I missed was um, the BAFTAs. Uh, I was meant to go to the BAFTAs last night, which is so cool. Like, I don't really know much about the BAFTAs, to be honest. I feel like it's like a it's like a film award show like and I, I love a bit of film I watched like 10 minutes of it on tv and it looked looked pretty cool I saw William and Kate there and I was kind of like oh to be fair don't know if I should if I belong anywhere that royals are <laughs> but I was meant to go to that last night and I was really really excited and I had to fucking cancel because I couldn't get out of my bed because I was just sat there sweating shivering like I have the flu like the proper flu bless my mum as well my mum came over because like there's just nothing worse than being sick and you're not home and my mum's like I, I don't know I guess because I don't go home very often she's like prepared any time to come to London and look after me so she got on a flight and she came over to London I mean mind you she didn't tell me and actually okay <laughs> I have a story so like she didn't tell me she was coming yesterday like at all she, I mean she claimed she told me on the phone but I don't remember and I was probably in like a fucking fever dream when she told me um she came over regardless and she made me porridge but I actually <laughs> I think I was slagging off Raya in a podcast recently. Was I? I definitely was. I'm always slagging off Raya. It's it's a dating app. Basically dating apps at all. Like I slag them off. Like I'm like, ugh. Like I would never actually meet someone from it. Like I just like it for the validation. But I had this dating app called Raya, which I've definitely spoken about before. But it's like this, it's a weird dating app that you have to pay for. And you're like meant to be some sort of like, they say like a creative. But it's not, I don't really, I honestly don't even know what what the purpose is you have to be like referred to get under it. it's bizarre and like sometimes you'll get like david williams and then you just get like a financial advisor so i don't understand like that's why i'm like saying i don't like there's no there's just ev- everything on it but you have to pay for it so it's just it's a weird little scheme that they've got going on but i bought into it anyway because i just liked swiping it's just fun to swipe on dating apps like you cannot tell me it's not fun to swipe on dating apps i remember actually one time my first boyfriend he i, I what what happened Oh yeah, no, someone like texted me and was like, I just saw your boyfriend on Hinge. Was it Hinge? No, Tinder. Tinder. Which is even worse. Like Tinder is like just for sex. But anyway, someone texted me and was like, yeah, I just saw your, your boyfriend on Tinder. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I think I was 18 at the time. So, you know, I didn't really have like, I didn't have any experience in relationships. So, but yeah, I went to him and I was like, hey girl, like, do you have Tinder? And he was like, oh yeah like I do me and my friend downloaded it like last week just because we just wanted it's just fun to swipe 
And at the time, I was like, okay, like, whatever. And he's like, I'll delete it now, though. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he deleted it. But like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, if that happened now, I would literally be like, you're done. Like, get the fuck out of my house. But apparently back then, I was a lot more chill. Maybe I've just turned into a bit of a psycho. No, you should not be fucking downloading Tinder when you've got a girlfriend. But, like, he was right. Like, swiping is really fun. But... I know I take back everything I said because I matched with someone on Raya and they like we like met <laughs> okay we met up because I have loads of mutual friends with this person so I knew like I, I don't think I could meet up with someone unless I had a mutual friend telling me like everything about them because I've said before like th- like you, they could be like a, a, a serial killer and you just wouldn't know like I need someone to vouch for them and we, we, I matched with this boy and we were like talking and then my friend messaged me and was like oh my god you're messaging so and so and I was like oh my god how do you know him he's like he just told me you're messaging him he's I've been friends with him for like six years and like this person who messaged me this is like one of my best friends so I was like well perfect so then we met up and um <laughs> I was like I'm gonna have some me time I'm never speaking to any boys again like this is me done you know what it's been a month it's been over a month enough I'm not actually not talking about it anymore but yeah he was at, at my house and my mum texted me being like was, I was so ill by the way so like honestly props to him for like staying and like you know giving me lemon zip and shit but um my mum texted me being like hi like I'm I'm an hour away and I was like shit like get out <laughs> as I was leaving my house today because my mum's here she's staying for like five days bless her um, but I love it when she stays. Like yesterday, she came and she tidied my whole house, and then she went to Waitrose, bougie girl. She went to Waitrose and bought me like garlic bread and and like pasta and pasta sauce and all this shit, and, like cherries. I have not bought myself cherries in years. I feel like cherries are such a delicacy and it's just like not something I buy when I go to the supermarket. She bought me cherries and she bought me flowers. She put the flowers in a mug, in a mug, in a jug. And it was just the cutest thing ever. Like I love her being there. So yeah, I'm really happy she, she's here. But like as I was leaving, I was like, oh, I'm going to do my podcast. And she was like, bye. Like do not mention your ex-boyfriend. I don't want to hear you say the words ex-boyfriend ever again. And you know what? I actually, I wasn't going to because I've spoken about it enough it's been a month it's you know, it's definitely been over a month now like we don't care anymore I'm over it like I genuinely I, I genuinely I genuinely I I haven't had a single thought about him in the past six days until on the way here I ring my friend I love ringing a friend in the car I'm always phoning a friend in the car just because like uh, yeah um it's either that or listen to Olivia Rodrigo and cry so I rang my friend and I was like, hey. She was like, hey, heard some tea last night. I was like, oh girl, what was it? And she was like, um, and she, the information that she told me, I was fuming. Like I was so angry. She told me that my ex used to take my car and drive it to his ex's house and sit outside her house. I'm so angry right now. And like, I was, I was, I was about to fucking hang up the phone and ring him and be like, hello, am I a fucking mug? But I didn't because I'm a mature person. And instead I've just come on to my podcast and told you guys. <laughs> nah, but I actually am so fucking angry about that. Like my car, 
like the, I used to let him drive my car all the time. I think he was like, no, he wasn't. Insu- he he had like insurance to drive any car, and he used to drive my car to his exercise. It's a tough life, guys, but it's fine because that chapter of my life is closed, and that was just that just solidified it. I mean, honestly, it was solidified about two weeks ago because I went to the Brits. Let me tell you the story about the Brits night. So I went to the Brits and it was really, really fun. It's interesting because like, obviously it's like a televised and seeing something televised in real life is quite bizarre because obviously there's like advertisements on TV. So when the advertisement breaks, everyone's just, it's like, I, you, you would think everyone would just sit there and chat, but they actually have this like, I guess it might've been the host. I didn't really pay attention in the ads, but like they have a guy that comes on stage and it's like, yeah, like, let me hear you scream on the ads which is just crazy like it was like they would play some music and then like on the on the drop like the guy on stage with the mic would be like three two one (laughs) and I was like what is going on um and then the after party was fun but you know I got a bit drunk and I went home um at about three and I rang my ex (sighs) happens uh, and got in like a huge, huge argument on the phone, like screaming. I was so angry over something else entirely. Um, hung up, blocked his number, blocked him. Was like, never speaking to you again. Two minutes later, ding dong. I was like, for fuck's sake. And I was drunk. So I was like, oh, come on in. Like sometimes you just need to scream at someone in person. I used to not be a screamer, but this boy made me a screamer. Anyway, we were screaming, fighting the bed out. And then I just passed out because I was so drunk. I fell asleep. And then I woke up the next morning and this bitch had gone through my entire phone. <laughs> and I was like, girl, give me a break. Like, what are you looking for? Like, obviously he didn't find anything. He'd just gone through all my, well, it was just humiliating. He'd just gone through all my messages with like, like, yeah, sometimes I speak to boys, like I'm fucking single. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, I don't want my ex saying that. It's so humiliating. And he went through every single message. I was like speaking to this boy and he went through every single message. And I was just like, babe, this is it. You're done. Get out of my house. And I haven't spoken to him since. And then I heard that piece of information on the way here today. And I was like, I have a point to beat this bitch up, but I'm not because I'm so mature now. And I don't even have thoughts about him. And I'm moving on with my Raya boy. <laughs> He's not my Raya boy. He's more than that. He's so fit. <laughs> saying that, take that out. Don't take it out. No, I think he listens to my podcast, which really stresses me out. I have several reasons as to why I think he listens to my podcast, but also the main one is what fucking what person wouldn't listen to someone's podcast? Like, this is like my diary, and if you're like getting to know someone, I I would like if he had a podcast, I would listen to it. Anyway, we should move on from that. That's the most recent updates of my life. To be fair, quite a lot has been going on for how ill I am like I should really just be like I should really have no update for you but I had quite a lot going on dates and stuff is still not taking away from this whole thing that I've got going on about self-love because I'm I've been talking about how I'm gonna start spending time on my own and go on dates on my own and like learning to love myself because I went through a bit of a shit patch um and I'm not replacing that by going on dates don't get it twisted I'm still gonna I'm still on my self-love journey and all that kind of stuff I still want to go on my solo trip um but I'm not gonna lie like 
I don't feel a lot of self-love right now. Like, I'm feeling so shit. I feel so sick. Like, I feel like you can't have a lot of self-love when you feel this ill. So I've actually booked in to get my hair done tomorrow because that is, like, my favourite, like, self-love thing. I feel amazing when I've got my hair done. I almost, like... I spend... The only money I spend is on Zap. Like, oh, Zap and, like, drinks. Like, I don't really go out for dinner... I mean, I some I very rarely go out for dinner, but like I, I I go out for drinks more with my friends than dinner. So like the only money I spend is I'm being serious on zap and drinks. Like I don't on holidays. Okay, now I'm like fuck. Maybe I no day to day it's zap and that's it. I only spend money on groceries. I order too many groceries. That's for sure. And like I should definitely keep it down to like one zap every three days. There's no need to be ordering like two zaps a day. But like the thing is, I run out of something and I'm like oh. It could be at my door in 10 minutes. Sounds like an ad. I'm just obsessed with Zap. But like, as I was saying, I just feel my best when my hair is done. I'm not very good at doing my own hair. Like, it's not that I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm not amazing on it. And it just is a lot of effort. <laughs> and I'm quite a lazy person. And I've got a lot of hair because I've got all my extensions and my actual normal hair is quite thick. So they have to put in loads of extensions to like blend it all in. So I'll be sat there for an hour doing my hair and like my arm gets tired even though I've got like quite a light, I got the Dyson Air Wrap which, you know what, it's good if you don't have a lot of hair because basically it's like, you know the way the whole selling point of the Dyson is that it's like not damaging to your hair, it's because it's like really weak, like it's quite a weak hair dryer, like it takes so long to dry my hair with that fucking Dyson air wrap hair dryer uh so keep that in mind if you've got a lot of hair would not recommend the Dyson because although like it might not give you any damage you will be there for like three working days drying your hair um so yeah I'm just not that into doing my own hair I only do wash my hair once a week so like I have been kind of considering recently do I just hear me out this is incredibly bougie and unnecessary and just feels like the most stupid thing to do in life. But book myself in to get a blow dry once a week. <laughs> Is that so stupid? But like, to be fair, I've never booked myself in to get a blow dry in London. I don't think. What I have done in Belfast. And there's a blow dry bar really near me. And it was 25 quid. And I'm like, okay, yes. 25 quid is unnecessary. But if you add up all my zaps and I cut down my zaps then that 25 quid could go towards me getting a blow dry every week and how good would that be just having freshly blow dried hair and that would just last you the week and I'm just starting to really consider doing it but anyway I am getting my hair done tomorrow I'm thinking about getting a little gloss in it if you have dark hair you should get a gloss next time you go to get a blow dry if you if anyone ever does that like who goes to get a blow dry I mean I I know it's a thing my nana does that my my I always say nana but I don't think it's a very popular name for your granny but my granny does uh she gets a blow dry once a week she's a material girl um and it lasts her the whole week I'm just like why the fuck don't I do that like I hate washing my hair so much it just really makes sense for me to just invest I'll find somewhere cheap. I'll find somewhere that does it for 15 pounds. Feels worth it to me. I think that's going to be like my next self-love thing. Another thing I've been loving recently, which I don't I don't know if I've said um, before on my podcast, but I always used to be the biggest hater of baths. And I get really, really bothered by lights. Like if there's an overhead light anywhere on in the room, I'll get like, not a migraine, but like my, my head hurts like so much and it won't stop hurting until I turn off the light 
anyway, I used to hate baths and I used to feel so overstimulated in them. I used to feel really, really sick and like my heart would start beating really fast. I'd start to feel sick. It's like hot tubs as well. I can't really do hot tubs. Like if I stay in hot tub for like longer than like three minutes, I'm like, I'm about to throw up everywhere. Don't know what it is. Just feel really overstimulated. I also don't like regularly hard. It's just, it was just all too much. And then I discovered baths with the lights off. <sighs> Guys. So what I did was I turned off all the lights and I got in the bath and I set up Netflix. I lit a candle, you know, you don't want to go in there completely pitch black because that could be a little bit dangerous. But um, with all the lights off, the bath is... I mean, I felt like 11 from Stranger Things. It was kind of weird, but it was so nice. And I was like, I could do this every week. However, I'm too lazy. I, yeah, I just feel like I'm too lazy to run a bath and like wait for it. Like when I could just step into the shower and the shower's on. Do you know what I mean? So like I would like to do that little like lights off bath thing all the time. But it was just ugh, me and my fucking ex used to do it. He used to run the bath. I don't even know how to run the bath in my new house. I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out. But, like, the only people that have ever ran baths in my house have been my ex and Tilly. Tilly lives really... Tilly's, like, my best friend. And she lives really near me. And she doesn't have a bath in her flat, but Tilly loves baths so much. So she'll just come round to my house. She'll just text me, like, hey, coming round for a bath. And she'll just come round, get in, like, run herself a bath, get in the bath, and be like, Olivia, can you come sit in here? And I'll just have to go sit beside the bath and talk to her. But I'm glad someone's getting used to the bath. I'm actually getting my whole bathrooms redone because um, in my house, I've got like this downstairs bathroom. Whoever built it, you know what, each to their own, but they must be like obsessed with the seaside or something because there's like, it's like shell themed. There's just shells everywhere and there's shells on the floor and it's a lot. So I'm getting it redone because I do plan on like being in this, with my flat for like pretty much like forever until I outgrow it, like maybe with a family or something god forbid so like I will be in it for 10 years so I think it's like it's important that I get the bathrooms the way I like it so that I don't know I I just want it to be perfect and I'm, I'm like debating getting rid of the bath because like uh, to me a big walk-in shower would be so much nicer than a bath like you know like the a shower with a seat in it that sounds incredible to me I just, I love a big shower. I love a shower. Oh my God, I'm going to have such a nice shower when I get home. The way I say shower is so annoying, sorry. I also feel like another form of self-love is like what I put in my body because I, I haven't been drinking a lot, like twice a week, which is a lot for me. And you know what my hangovers are like and whenever I'm hungover I deliver five fast food things and then I sit with all my delivery bags around me in my bed and I feel like shit and I'm all bloated my face is all bloated I get sick because my immune system is down because I've been drinking and I've not been eating the right things and it's just a horrible horrible thing and I really want to stop drinking again and like, I feel like the only reason I kind of started drinking again was because I was single and like, to me, like, I, I had to go out with my friends and have fun and I had to meet new people and I don't have the confidence to meet new people when I'm sober. Um, but you never know if things go well in three weeks time, I might have someone to go sober with. <laughs> no, I actually, I do want to go sober before summer 
because obviously like summer is a big drinking is this is summer a big drinking time yeah i feel like when the sun's on everyone gets up rolls or like i you know what it is i think summer is more casual drinking for me anyway like in winter it's like drinking is reserved for a night out and it's kind of binge drinking whereas summer is like you'll kind of start during the day if it's sunny you'll have an Aperol spritz or like a pims or a cider whatever the fuck you're into and you just kind of carry that on um but yeah before that all starts I definitely want to have a little just like even a month detox because the way I feel when I don't drink for a month is incredible and also just like being able to prove to myself that I can not drink for a month is really nice like I'm definitely gonna do it because that is like that is my my, probably my top form of self-love is not drinking and like actually caring about what I put in my body the second you start treating your body right your your mind follows that I don't know if that made any sense but like gym and like I've been like running recently in the gym and I get a runner's high which I thought people were just lying about to like make themselves feel better about running (laughs) I don't know um but like when I run like I always start smiling. It's so fun. I mean, I've told you guys about my running playlist and like the songs I listen to when I'm running. And maybe it's like a combination of both, but I've been really enjoying it. So like, yeah, exercise and good food makes me feel good, but I've been drinking and I've been ill. So I haven't been, I mean, I had Domino's for dinner last night, so I haven't been really taking that much care of what I've been putting into my body. However, my mum is here now and she will be cooking me homemade meals until Thursday, whether she likes it or not. So I asked you guys on my Instagram story if you have any tips for self-love. Um, and a lot of you have said affirmations. I know what affirmations are. It's like, I've seen it on TikTok and it's, isn't it like you are beautiful, you are, and it's like you say that to yourself. I think that's what an affirmation is. Or like you write it down or you say it to yourself. I think... I, I do get <laughs> I do get that but you know you know how I feel about like journaling and shit like I'm just not really into that and, like to me that's just words like that doesn't actually like really say much like feel, like do anything for me however all, last week I on like the like the one show I went to before I got sick I was at this show this fashion show it was the Harris Reed fashion show and Harris Reed is very like extra and like avant-garde like his stuff is amazing it's really really cool um like very big hats and like big head pieces it was just amazing it was the first of his shows I went to uh, and as I was like sat there and I didn't really know what to expect because I, I, I yeah as I said it was my first show of his that I went to so I didn't know what to expect and I was sat there just waiting for it to all happen and Florence Pugh walked out like she opened the show and she like gave his speech and like she was like walking around and I, I she was like two meters in front of me like performing and then she walked backstage and then all these models came out with these like crazy like like it was just like really 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 cool designs but like very like not like wear like everyday wearable whatsoever it was kind of like it gave me like like you know in hunger games what's it called the capitals at panem panem do you know what I mean like all, all all those people wore it was like giving that and I was sat there and I was like, at one point I was like, oh yeah, like that's nice. And then I was like, checked myself and I was like, what the fuck, Olivia? Like, how have you just been, like, why are you here? 
Like I had a real moment when I was watching that show because it was just so like, it was like the Black Mirror. Like I was like, why the fuck has Florence Pugh just walked right in front of you and now you're watching this like Hunger Games fashion show? Obviously it wasn't Hunger Games. It was really, really, really cool. Um, But it was just like the most like crazy thing. And I was like, okay, Olivia, like you did that. Like that, this is really, really cool. And like sometimes I check myself in that way. I was in a in a car, so I, I had a job and it, it was Charlotte Tilbury, and they said, "Oh, I had a, a job um with Charlotte Tilbury as I was saying, started the podcast, and they send a card like pick me up, and it's like one of those like cars that like stays with you like the whole time, like waits for you and picks you up. So it's like a, a like you have like a driver, I guess, for for that for the evening. And I was like talking, to, I was talking to my driver on the way to the show, and he was like, "Oh yeah, so like what what like what's the event that I'm dropping you to?" And I was like, "Oh, it's just a show, like a fashion show." And he was like, "Wow, like bet that's cool to say that you've got a fashion show." And I was like, "Fuck, it really is." I need to like not normalize this. Like I've been like maybe I'm just like trying like play it cool. Like and that's why I'm like I'm like normal like just I don't know, but like it I I had I had a real moment when I was at that show and I was like, "God, Livy, you need to like you need to understand how cool this is cuz I really don't sometimes. I think I think maybe because everyone in fashion seems so like blasé about it that I'm just like maybe I have to be as well, but it's a really really random thing that like I'm even invited to these things. Like at this show where Florence Pugh opened, there was also like the the music for the show was these two people playing cellos in the middle of the the stage or whatever. And I was like staring at them and I was like, I used to play cello when I was seven in Belfast. Like I imagine seven-year-old me being told now she would be in a fashion show. She would never believe you. But crazy that was that was my affirmation because I was like yeah Olivia like this is really cool this you're really you've really impressed me here someone said I've stopped feeling the pressure of answering people's text slash calls immediately I don't know how much like self-love that would give you I I feel like that's more like self-care because I I do agree with that like I feel like it's really normalized now that you have to respond to someone as soon as they text you or you have to answer someone's ringing you obviously if it's an emergency you should answer however like I'm a lot of the time not in the mood to speak to someone I feel like especially if I'm out all day if I've not got any social battery left or if I'm just feeling shit like whenever I feel down like I just kind of want to like chill out in the sofa I don't want to be speaking to people I don't or if I feel like sad about something I don't want to talk about it sometimes because if I talk about it it's just going to bring up those emotions again and I'm going to start crying so like there's just a lot of scenarios where I'm not in the mood to chat so I really I I, I agree with you I, I've stopped feeling the pressure about having to answer because it's also not normal to be able to be reached at any point of the day And I know that, like, also, like, putting your phone away for the night would be really, really good for you. I was actually speaking to someone recently. I can't remember. I was speaking to someone and they said that, like, their self-care night is just, like, putting away their phone for the evening. And, like, going about all their, like, self-care things. Like, they have a bath. They watch TV. They order some food. Oh, you would need your phone for that. Or they would make some food. Then at the end of the night, they'll just quickly check their phones. If they've got any messages. If not, they'll go to bed. And I was like... That is such a nice thing to do because, like, even if I'm not 
in the mood to speak to someone and I don't want to call or whatever I'll still like sit and scroll on TikTok a lot of the TikToks anyway that come up on my for you page are like very deep like there's a lot that goes on and they're like there's stuff about people's deaths there's like stuff about people's trauma there's lots of gossip there's lots of drama there's just a lot of things on my TikTok for you page and I like take it all in like constantly for like all the evening that's all I'm like that's like all I'm consuming it's just all of this information and like sometimes I do sit and think like I wonder if that's like quite bad for your brain TikTok is such a weird thing because I I could genuinely like do see that how it's affected like my attention spam like I, I struggle to do anything without like getting bored or like wanting to check TikTok like I need that constant refreshment of new information and I do like it because it's mind numbing and sometimes when I feel shit about something that's what I do to like numb my brain but I also can imagine like seeing that much stuff constantly isn't good for you do you know what I mean so I do think that would be a really great way of self-love self-care is putting your phone away for the evening and it'd be really mature to do that you can read a book or something so maybe I should do that okay someone said self-love for me is having boundaries and sticking to them I'm quite bad with boundaries like I remember I said once that someone said to me like oh I'm just like want to have some me time and I was like (laughs) what the fuck like that's not normal and I think it's because like I'm just like if I like someone, I'm like, can we not just spend every second together? Um, I've I've been quite good with boundaries and the fact that, like, since that whole thing happened with my ex, I was like, I'm not seeing you again. Well, fuck no. I said that before and I did see him, but this time I'm being serious. I'm like, I actually, like, I blocked him as soon as we broke up and he's been, like, asking me to unblock him ever since. And I've said no. Like, I'm sticking to that boundary. Like, I don't want him to have access to my Instagram. So, like, I'm, I'm good at that. But, like, I honestly don't think I've really set many boundaries with other people in my life like with people I love something that I'm like I actually feel like I am quite this is like a good something I'm quite good at is like knowing when to say no to something like last night for example I was meant to go to the BAFTAs and I really wanted to go like I had this amazing dress that my stylist got for me for it like I was so excited to wear it I tried it on and all like I had hair and makeup booked I was gonna walk the red carpet like that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to go to the fucking BAFTAs and I said no because I felt so ill I mean like every time I stood up I thought I was gonna pass out how weird is this I got full like pins and needles all over my face all day like I was just tingling all day and it was literally like what is happening to me like this is I'm like having a stroke like this is horrible um I wasn't having a stroke I'm still alive to tell the tale uh but yeah I said no to the BAFTAs which was like painful but I, and it's not even that like other nights and stuff like when I'm just too tired or too sick like I am able to say no and like have a night in I'm quite good at having nights in. I think it's because I love having nights in so much like that is like my my ideal night is you guys know was sitting on the sofa with pasta and watching a movie so because of that, I'm quite, like, my ideal night is not going out clubbing or going out drinking with friends. I, I do love doing that because I love spending time with my friends. But it's not my ideal night whatsoever. So I'm able to say, oh, no, like, I'm too tired. I just want to spend the night in. Boundaries is definitely something I want to make more of. Because I think it's really important and it's kind of like protecting your peace if you have loads of boundaries not loads of boundaries just like knowing like 
I want my own space or being able to say like what you want keeping it like if if I don't want to drink then like I shouldn't be drinking do you know what I mean like I I just want to it's definitely something I want to do more of like if someone like I don't know just like doesn't make me feel good or makes me feel unwanted somewhere or just has bad energy like I should just be able to like cut them out of my life like I don't want to surround myself with people who I don't know like just like don't make me feel good but like I actually don't even do that I, I it's definitely happened before where I, uh, it was more when I first moved to London and I was like very young and just like didn't know who to be hanging around with like me Lewis and Flossie were just friends not with the weirdest people but like the kind of people we shouldn't have been hanging around with like way older than us and stuff and it's like no I would never I don't know I would just way rather protect my peace and back then I don't think I had I was able to like do that I don't think I was mature enough to be like "Mm, I don't know how good these people are making me feel um but I feel like I've definitely gotten better at that. And like the people I surround myself with now all make me feel wonderful. And that's what your friends should do. And you should want to hang out with them because they make you feel good. I'm going to go home now because I am dying of death, as you can probably hear from my voice. I don't know if this is probably like really painful to hear. Maybe it's quite sexy. Maybe I, I my raspy voice is sexy. <laughs> I don't think the Northern Irish accent can be sexy. Actually, one year we did win the sexiest accent and it was because Jamie Dornan had just played Mr Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey and people all of a sudden started finding the Northern Irish accent sexy. So there's that. He went to my school. I tell everyone I meet that, just so you know. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And I will see you guys next week, hopefully feeling a lot better. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman. <laughs>